0: Welcome back to your tech report.
1: Welcome back to your tech report. Marco Flalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. On Twitter, it is at your tech report, Facebook.com slash your tech report. Our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash your tech report online. And of course, Mitchell, our email address is contact at your
0: as you know, I'm glad you give all that stuff out, because sometimes I forget too, Mark. I'm at that age where I start to forget my own information, so it helps me too. Now, this this next interview is kind of special to us, and you know, although we're a media outlet and we try and treat all companies fairly and present all the different new products out there, Mark, we're also human beings. So we can't help it. There are some products, some companies that we would consider our favorites, correct? I mean, again, we, we stay neutral as much as we can, but there are some companies and products that we kind of call our favorites, we right? We can't
1: help deny the fact that we are also consumers, and as it's, consumers, exactly we right. have to make a decision what we use and what we buy, and as a result, we have our favorites That's exactly okay. That's okay.
0: and we try and present things from a consumer 's point of view a lot of times. it really plays into sort of our mo so one of our favorite companies for a long time has been alienware computers now we 've been lucky enough to have Ray Watkins on the show to talk about alienware. Uh, what they do at Alienware, it, it, you know, it, it's been it's been incredible over the years. There's a great story, and we're going to get into that great story in another episode, another show. Uh, and I think when Dell took over Alienware, there was some sort of fear among the hardcore gamers: what's going to happen to Alienware? Is, is their product going to become watered down? Well, just the opposite has happened. Since the Dell acquisition, if anything, Alienware has flourished. The machines they're putting out are as incredible as ever. And now, as part of the Dell family, they're able to do even more. So, Mark, I understand. We have a guest that might be able to talk to us about this stuff. Am I
1: right here? I believe so. Uh, Frank Azor is a vice president and general manager of Alienware and Dell XPS, and he's joining us right now. Frank, welcome to your tech report. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, I was joking with Mitchell earlier because obviously you work with our good friend Ray Watkins that, can we just call you Ray's boss?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh He really, he's kind of more like my boss because he's always telling me what to do. So I don't know if it's fair to say that I'm his boss, but but on, but on paper, you could say I'm technically his boss. How about we just call you Frank? That sounds
1: good. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, we're hot off off of CES, which is obvious, you know, not arguably, but it it is the biggest consumer electronics show. Let's sort of segue into what you guys were showing
0: this year at CES, because, uh, and we're going to talk about the diversification of, you know, the XPS line and and Alienware as well. What were you guys jazzed about to show and share with everyone at CES this year?
2: We had a lot uh, to show off this year. Um, For the last few CESs now, we've really... Um, focused on uh, launching our new products there and and making a big presence, because we've had a lot to be proud of. Um, Two years ago, we launched the brand-new XPS 13 at that time, and that's been a product that has won over 300 awards for us um, in the two years since. So at this year's CES, we introduced a two-in-one version of that product. Um, Really, really cool. It's thinner than the current notebook version of it, it's silent as well, so there's no fans in it, which is really cool. If you've ever been in a meeting and you know you open up a file or something and that fan noise ramps up, everyone wants to kind of crawl under the, the table in the room. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't have to worry about dust getting in there. You don't have to worry about any of those things, which is just really cool. It's like the next kind of uh, evolution of notebook computers here, and we're uh, leading the way with it. It's got a touchscreen. It folds up into a tablet, or you can use it as a traditional notebook. So you're getting the best of both worlds. You get a great notebook, one that's won over 300 awards, been deemed the best Windows PC out there in the market. And then you get the tablet functionality that you'd want and something that's really thin, really lightweight. It's got the Infinity Edge screen as well, so it's almost borderless around the LCD screen. So you're not wasting any uh, size or weight on the product. It's very well optimized. And you've got, you've got a ton of battery life on it too, over 15 hours of battery life. Frank, so that's what we did on um, on the notebook side. We also launched on the desktop side a really really cool all in one, the XPS twenty seven, which obviously features a twenty seven inch screen. But what's really cool about this all in one is that we use desktop components, so you get all the type of desktop performance that you want from your your traditional desktop, but you get that in an all in one. And then we paired it with a beautiful four K screen with a hundred percent sRGB color gamut, so wow. you get literally billions of colors out of this screen. And then we engineered from the ground up the most amazing sound system ever put into an all-in-one product. (laughs) And our goal with this was we really wanted to build the best experience for your senses. So visually, we put an incredible LCD in there. We have 10-finger touch recognition in here as well. So it's very accurate in how it responds to um, how you touch the device. And then we wanted the audio to not be an afterthought like it is in so many consumer electronic products, especially PCs. We wanted to really design the entire all-in-one all around those three elements and not compromise at all on them. And We're really proud of that product as well.
1: You know, this it's funny that you focus so hard on sound. and I think that probably comes from a little bit of the Alienware DNA, where sound is much more important for gamers. Would that be a safe assessment?
2: Yeah, it's funny that you said earlier, you know, like all the concerns people had when Dell acquired Alienware that it was going to take over Alienware. In a lot of ways, Alienware has started to take over Dell in some ways. (laughs) That's Um, right. This is one of those ways. You know, we brought the sensitivity around immersion because that's what we had focused on so much at Alienware. Our goal had always been to deliver the most immersive PC gaming experience possible. And as we've kind of integrated throughout Dell and we've grown with Dell and as Dell's focused on innovation more than it ever has, largely as a result of Michael's Um, investment in taking the company private, as we've doubled down on innovation, we've brought a lot of those lessons learned to Dell. We've met up with some incredible talent that Dell's already had within the organization, put our minds together, and said, yeah, you know what? We really got to focus on the things that matter most to customers. You know, you can always go out there and build a thinner notebook, but how do you do it without compromising on the things that matter the most, like the things we see the things we touch and the things we hear when we use these products. So that's been the big emphasis for us um, as we've been working on XPS for the past few years is take those lessons learned and deliver a product that is non-compromising. It's all around going to be phenomenal. It may not be the thinnest. It may not be the lightest, but it's going to be the absolute best when you look at all things considered.
1: You know, what one of the things that I love about these interviews, Frank, is that we you know we we intend to talk about products, but we also get a glimpse into the DNA of a company. And when you learn about a company like this, both Dell and Alienware and how, how they work internally and how the design process comes to be, you gain a, a respect for that company that didn't exist necessarily before because you know, it was just a product. Now you're understanding where it comes from and how it comes to to be. And I want to kind of applaud you on that and then kind of lead into my next question, which was going back to the XPS 2-in-1, this 2-in-1 kind of frenzy that we're in in the past couple of years, um, why do you think that's so important, that whole segment?
2: You know, it's interesting. What's happened is, uh, if you kind of rewind about five to eight years ago or so, um, when tablets really started to emerge, we were in a little bit of a different environment. We had... Um, these really small phones and smartphones that were like three and a half inches in screen size. And then we had these big bulky notebooks. And there was a lot of interest in something in between, which gave birth to kind of big tablet revolution that occurred. And we saw the tablet devices surge in popularity. And then what happened is notebooks got smaller. Two-in-one started to emerge as products and smartphones got larger. And what's happened is the smartphone and the notebook And with the emergence of the two-in-one version of the notebook, they've kind of begun to squeeze the tablet out. Because ultimately, we don't want to have to carry more devices than we need to. And it it is kind of inconvenient to have to carry three devices. So as the smartphone became more like a tablet and the notebook became more like a tablet, um, the tablet has started to become a little bit obsolete. When you look at sales numbers in the industry, that's exactly what it's revealing, is that customers are choosing to go with the two-in-one and or go with a smartphone and then have them, you know, use whatever uh, the use case may require at, at a given time.
0: You know, Frank, we're talking now about, of course, the, the utilitarian aspect of them and how we use these two-in-ones and how we use the XPS computer in general, but I want to talk <clears throat> excuse me, I want to go back a little bit to design because, our, and that's and that's maybe, I think, another thing that Alienware kind of brought to the table when Dell acquired Alienware and uh, the design for uh, PC gamers for years have been all about the design of the rigs, the looks, the aesthetics of it, and I see now in the XPS line the look, the design cues, they're really gorgeous. And now, it, it, for years, Mac had taken tech, taken the lead in terms of oh, people talking about the design. Now when they're talking about really cutting-edge and beautiful design, they're not talking about Macs that much anymore. They're talking about the Dell XPS. What does that mean to you guys from an engineering and design perspective, that when people are talking about the aesthetics and the look and the build of a computer, that they're talking about Dell?
2: You know, when we started, uh, when we were in, uh, acquired by Dell in 2006, um, Alienware has always had this big focus on design. And we wanted to, way before that, even when we introduced the first Predator Alienware desktop, we, we really felt that these boring and black, uh, boring beige and boring black uh, desktop designs that were just standard cubes out there, um, they, they, they weren't very exciting. They weren't conveying a lot of passion. They were just these utilitarian kind of devices that serve a purpose. But we saw a future where people wanted to have something more unique. The way that in which we buy cars for a lot of, uh, or I, I should say, a big factor in our decision-making when it is that we buy cars is around the styling and the look of the car, aside from the utility aspect of it. So we took cues from that. Um, we were also inspired by Apple, I'll tell you. You know, They they were the, one of the first companies, if not the first, who brought design into computers. Right. And we started thinking, how do we build kind of a... Uh, a a visually appealing device that PC gamers would appreciate. Fast forward to 10 years ago, 2006, Dell was kind of going through a very similar type of renaissance where we're very used to building, you know, very basic uh, devices that are great value with good quality, but design was pretty much an afterthought. And around the same time, they recognized that, you know, the market was changing. People wanted these devices to stand out a little bit more. They want to be a little bit more representative of them, their lifestyle, their personality. So they brought on um, some executives to lead the industrial design and, design and, and overall design group. So it was, the timing was really good because we came in with this design focus. Dell kind of recognized the opportunity, started investing in their design team. When we married the teams, we suddenly got all these resources that we never had before. Um, you know, we had multiple firms to work with, industrial design firms. We had a bunch of very talented industrial designers within Dell. All of them very excited to work on Alienware because it was just really cool. And then that's really kind of fed into how you've seen the evolution of not just Alienware but Dell over the last ten years. If you take a ten-year-old Dell notebook and you look at just about any notebook, even our most boring notebook today is a hundred times better looking than. Um, the best design notebook that we had 10 years ago at Dell. And a lot of that comes from the focus on design. How do we push the limit? How do we start driving trends? How do we start incorporating design in equal balance as we make our product decisions and as we go through the development process with all the other factors that we consider, like size, like weight, like cost, versus it just being an afterthought. So this is a long time coming. It didn't just start like three years ago. Yeah. Like I said, it was over 10 years ago. And then for Alienware, it was well over 15 years ago.
1: We are talking to Frank Azor, Vice President and General Manager of Alienware and Dell XPS, All right, here on your tech report. Uh, Frank, there's, there's a question that
0: I have, and I don't know if it's an easy one to answer, but it does come to mind. And that is the XPS line, you know, the XPS 13 and 15, they've gotten to the point where they're so beautiful, so portable, and so powerful. How do you decide having, you know, you have your Alienware line, which is ultra-powerful gaming hardware. How do you decide, okay, maybe we shouldn't put this feature into this laptop because we don't want to cannibalize the sales of this laptop. How do, how do we, is that, is that a hard line to ride, having these two brands together?
2: Not at all. Um, we don't make that type of a decision. Um, we, we, at least in, my, in the, the way my team and I operate, we don't purposely put features into one product or pull them out of another because we're trying to direct customers down any product line. Our focus is on the customer. What does the customer want in every segment? How much can we possibly give them with every single product in each of those segments? So we try and put in as much as we possibly can within the laws of physics, of course. You know, there's only so much (laughs) you can do inside a 13-inch thin and light notebook. You have more space in a 15-inch, so you can put in discrete graphics and a bigger battery and things like that. But we are all about building the absolute best product for the customer. We, They're going to vote with their dollars regardless. Um, for us to try and push them down any path or direction, we're only going to hurt ourselves because we don't operate as, a, as the only company. We're not a monopoly, right? We have competitors out there. So our primary right. focus is satisfying customers, earning their vote with their dollars. That's first and foremost. If there's cannibalization, if there's cross-consideration between products, as long as they're considering Dell and Alienware, then we <laughs> that's win. Right. So that's right. I thought we. And look and at you
0: know, it. you know what, Frank? To prove your point exactly, here I am. You know, we're kind of an Alienware home here. I have the desktop. I rock my my Alienware laptop as well for gaming. And yet, at the same time, I'm looking at the, this XPS 13 and I'm drooling because I say, okay, you know what? If I want to be portable and I just want to slip something that it can be completely mobile with me. I, and I want to have both. So you're right. I mean, there is, there, these are purpose products. They, they have different purposes and different audiences. But for me, the same audience, because I want one of each of these things. I know, I know it's sad. I know it's sad. No, this is what you do to me. You take my money, but in a good way. So it's a, it's a perfect illustration of how you're right. It doesn't cannibalize. It just gives people more choices and, you know, how they're going to use the product. And for me, as uh, sad as it is to say, I would honestly use both.
2: And mission
1: accomplished. <laughs> Frank, you know, I, I, we're going to have you back on the show because I know that we have way more to talk about. I mean, I, I would love to just talk about you know, your roots at Alienware because you are one of the founders of that company in general. But what are your takeaways from CES this year? Like if you were to give a closing statement and say, okay, this is what we took away. This is what consumers love. This is how we're going to tackle this year. What would you say those would be?
2: Well, because I'm really close to it, I'll start with PC gaming. Um, I think it was a phenomenal year for PC gaming and PC gamers, Uh, 2016, and also CES, kind of a culmination of that, and giving a glimpse into the future of PC gaming. We saw more companies get into building PC gaming products than we've ever seen in the history of the industry. And that's great, because ultimately, the increased competition is going to give us better products. It's going to give gamers, and first and foremost, I'm a gamer before everything else, right? It's gonna give us all as gamers more choices. It's gonna make hardware more accessible to us. It's gonna keep pushing the boundaries as to what the developers are gonna be able to give us in terms of compelling experiences and content. So we saw a bunch of new notebooks. We saw some really cool concepts. Dell um, with its Inspiron product line is getting into gaming now as well, uh, which is really exciting because it's gonna allow us to bring even more affordable gaming products to the masses. So I think that's awesome, really, really cool. The next thing we saw a lot of is a lot of VR innovation, Um, and that's really exciting. At at Dell and Alienware, we believe that uh, mixed reality, or we call it extended reality, whether it be virtual, uh, mixed, uh, augmented, all types of alternative realities that are out there, they're going to be as disruptive to the way we live our lives as the Internet has been over the last 20 years. Uh, We believe that mixed reality, extended reality, all of those, will transform the way in which we entertain which i think is obvious if anybody has been following vr for the last few years but it'll also transform the way in which we communicate like the internet has done and the way in which we learn like the internet has done and at ces we saw all types of new hardware products we saw a bunch of new companies push the boundaries on what's possible in head-mounted displays and then at shows like pax and gdc at oculus connect and all those other more content-focused shows that will follow through in 2017, um, we're going to see the the content and the experiences complement those hardware innovations. Uh, and having more increased competition there, that's going to make them more affordable, and they just look absolutely beautiful. Frank, as
0: Mark said, I mean, we have, there's so much, as much as we got to talk about, and we're thrilled you took the time to talk with us, there is so much we didn't get to talk about. You want to get into more detail next time we have you about, as Mark said, your early roots, building the company, where it's going now, All the, of course, all the KB Lake processors are going in all of your machines, and how the industry is doing on the whole. Not bad for an industry that a decade ago, they said was dead. PC gaming is dead. Well, as a PC gamer myself, I know you are. I know Mark is. I know Ray is. I think we can all say it's alive and kicking and should be for a long time. So, Frank, please tell me that you're going to come back with us because we have so much more to cover.
2: Absolutely. This has been a lot of fun, guys. I'm happy to come back whenever you want.
0: Uh, We would absolutely love that. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having you back soon.
2: Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one. Your Tech
0: Report will be right back.